0: Welcome. I'm Riley Karsh. I'm Tova Copan.
1: We are thrilled to bring you the We Go Boldly podcast.
0: Let's talk big burning questions, life changes, and maybe a bit of personal business.
1: Let's be bold and brave together. Are you ready? I am. Here comes the show. Hello everyone. Welcome to We Go Boldly, the podcast. We are very, very excited to have you with us today. We are recording on Valentine's Day. Tova just asked me where my red is and I was like, I don't know. Um, I love Valentine's Day in the sense of I love love and I love all kinds Mm. of love, every Mm. form of love. I think it's great. Um, I just don't like celebrating it one time a year. I want to do it all the time. Um, So take that for what you will anyway it is season 10 we are how toing and today we are talking all about my favorite topic that tova researched for today and that is <laughs> boundaries um yeah. before we get into the nitty gritty of boundaries tova uh let me welcome you to the show and see how you're doing today what's happening
0: well i love love all the years of the days of the year as well um yeah. But I also love holidays.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do.
0: And I love that you love holidays. (laughs) So somehow the boys got presents today. I don't know how. I planned on going to a bookstore to buy them stickers. And instead, they all got books. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, how do you not buy books and we got a family puzzle because once again how do i resist a puzzle i don't know (laughs) it's a local bookstore so how do you resist supporting a local bookstore i mean they're just all my boundaries were coming down yeah it snowballed yeah it's a porous boundary we'll learn more (laughs) about those um so i do love love and uh valentine's day um i like it more now that i have no romantic expectations from it yeah Um, i could see that yeah so it's just like about the kids and that's it <laughs> right like, that's it you know right.
1: yeah my kids get chocolate every year like i give them a little box of chocolate or this year i give them i don't know a little like tube of chocolate i don't know yeah my um, kids
0: got like a little heart with m&ms some chalky candy that they won't like and hopefully i'll get to eat because i love those chalky candies <laughs> and um and some uh what oh a ring a ring pop because they like me yeah. So yeah but we had a snow day yesterday, which is exciting because we haven't we had did. one of those in a long
1: time. We did. And it was um a lot of snow, which yeah. we haven't had, but- I think, in two years. So yeah. Was yeah it was real exciting. snow.
0: It's melting right now, which makes me a little sad, but I don't it's not gonna all uh-huh. melt today.
1: Oh uh, well, that makes me happy that it's melting. But
0: you know, <laughs> I digress.
1: Um, um let's dive into yeah, boundaries. Let's, yeah.
0: Let's do so it. let's Let's jump in. Yeah. Um, we have done a lot of episodes about boundaries. And and we a lot have, of personal work around boundaries. And a lot so of personal very clear. work around them. <laughs> um, and we also, we have a workshop on boundaries. Like we, so we really are going to try to talk to the, like the basics and the how to set them. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk about definitions, but I want to talk about this. I guess it's sort of a definition. Or it's a great way to think of definite of boundaries. It just it hit me. Um, and I don't know, maybe it hit you, too, because I think you bolded it when you were reviewing the outline. I which did. Is at their core, boundaries are all about who we give power to.
1: Yeah. This and really like. It got uh, me right I,
0: I'm here. like, we're
1: both like. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it really hit like, home for admittedly,
0: me. Admittedly. You know, Riley just read the outline because I just sent it to her moments ago. So, but like when I read it, I was like, oh, and what I like about it is because we're going to talk about setting boundaries for ourselves, right? You, or I sent you a funny meme that somebody else sent me, actually one of the women in our women's circle sent me this morning about- like no worries for you. Cause I will take all your worries. Yes. And yeah. And like, that's a personal boundary that you set for yourself being like, I'm not going to take on your anxiety. I'm not going to take on your worries, but it's about keeping that power to yourself. Right. Like it's, I just, it like, it was like exploding brain. Um, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, I,
1: I really appreciated that, um, that description because I think it will help a lot of people understand what they're giving away when they're not yes. setting boundaries and what yeah. they're not, you know, keeping for themselves that, that they ought to be or, or deserve to be.
0: Yeah. And, and this is a little more, I like, sort of of a straightforward definition. I, you know, boundary is a limit or edge that defines you as separate from others. Um, here's another boundaries are the separations that humans need mentally, emotionally, and physically to feel safe, valued and respected. And I, I love that one so much too, because A, it is stated as a human need, right? It's not an option. It's not like, wouldn't it be nice if I could set boundaries? Yeah. It's not just a want. It's like, you need need this for functioning. And and feeling safe and valued. Well, feeling safe is the bottom of the pyramid, right? Like at your core, you have to feel safe. You can't really worry about anything else if you don't feel safe. Um, and I don't know if like food and shelter is actually below it, but to me, sometimes even if you have the food and shelter, if you don't feel safe, like you're willing to give up the food and shelter to feel safe.
1: Yeah. And you spend a lot of time seeking out that safety, right? Like speaking from, you know, personal experience when you don't feel safe in your, um, relationships or your environment, then nothing else really matters. So I don't Mm -hmm. know, Toba. maybe I would put
0: it at the very bottom of To me it is. I mean. Because I think we've seen people leave bad relationships not knowing about the shelter or the food. Yeah, because just not knowing where they're going to end up or what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and I like this idea, though, of also then beyond safety, feeling valued and respected, which is what yeah. we all want, whether it's in work or friendship, romantic relationships, our family. Um, and it is why we set boundaries and if you've listened to this, you've heard us say this a thousand times: that boundaries aren't punishments for other people, right? Um, they are for you. They are yours. And we, in our workshop, um, which we're going to schedule once so you can have a sneak peek, but um, we talk about like the boundaries being like, who are you letting in your yard? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's yours. It's it's keeping you safe. Um, so. Just quickly, there are two, there are a variety of types of boundaries, but there are two kinds of boundaries. Um, big picture, there are hard boundaries, and these are n- non-negotiables. These are things you will not compromise on. Um, so, everybody, this is going to be different, and these these aren't really um, situation specific boundaries. These are just like yeah. this is the way they are. Right. Um, and I'm blanking on any example of this, but I feel like you have one.
1: <laughs> well, so I, I like the second sentence you have here and it's, there are the make or break situations that you'll never accept. You'll never do. So maybe your hard boundary is you're, um, never going to reverse down the highway to get to your exit. Right. right. Like maybe that's a hard boundary for you. Um, I'm just thinking about that. Cause that popped up in a show I watched yesterday and I was like, that's, sure, yeah, we shouldn't be doing that. Um, so maybe that's your hard boundary. I mean, they could be more obvious, like your hard boundary is your partner cannot put their hands on you and in a, in an aggressive way. And that could be a hard boundary for you. I think it should be a hard boundary for everybody, but that's just me. Um, But there, you know, those are the kinds of things that are like absolutes. This is never going to happen in
0: my life, or um, I'm never going to allow this in that kind of thing. Right. And I think that there are hard boundaries. And then unfortunately- there are things that we think of our hard boundaries that end up being more situational than we realize, and that's yeah. when things get scary and sticky. Yes, um, soft boundaries are more flexible, so, so these could be things that you're willing to compromise on, um, or negotiate, or accept within reason. They're, you know, a description calls them wishes or setting goals. I, I feel, I, I understand that description. But to me, soft boundaries are more like boundaries that you're willing to like are situational, right? Yeah. So where you might accept something from one person or you might demand something from one person for your relationship. You don't necessarily demand it from anyone or have that expectation from everyone.
1: Yeah. So an example in my mind is like there are things Tova could say to me that I'd be like, yeah, fine. Um, That if somebody else said them to me, I would be like, no that's not a part of our relationship. We're not going to have these these discussions. You're not going to say these types of things to me. You know, so that's what I think you mean by situational and and circumstantial, right? Like, it depends on who I'm talking to at any given moment as to how I will, like, what information I will allow in, what types of feedback I'm willing to take. You know, there's a lot of different things that could apply in these soft boundaries. But I think that that is, that's one, you know, prime example that everyone has experienced.
0: Yeah. And I think like it's, it's situational and, you know, who are you talking to? Obviously, is it a work colleague? Is it a personal relationship? It is a family member. I think for me, a lot of those boundaries and the negotiating of them has to do with the trust I have with the other person Mm -hmm. and whether I trust them to have good boundaries. So if you've been listening all along, you know, that one of my big goals has been to learn how to set boundaries. And it has been something that I have never done before intentionally. Um, what I have found though, is that I am attracted to people who set good boundaries in friendship. And yeah. so as I started setting boundaries with my friends, I realized that it had no effect on my relationship with my best friends and my closest friends because they were good boundary setters. And right. Boundaries already existed in our relationship because they had set them. And so then me setting them was like, oh, she's just getting in line. This literally, it does not affect us at all. <laughs> and, but right. you'll find that there will be situations um, where you set a boundary. And and this is when we talk about how it, it this is why it can be so important to do it just right, right from the jump start. But when you're going back and you're like, okay, I need to set some boundaries here. And you're going to have friends who are like, mm, I'm not good with that. And right. because they liked the you that didn't set boundaries. They right. like, liked that relationship.
1: Maybe you were more of a doormat in the relationship. you know, I hate using that term, but I don't know what else to call it. And, um, you know, you finally you wake up and you realize, oh, this is not how I want to be treated. And you set different boundaries and the other person may have hard, may have a hard time dealing with that. The other thing I wanted to circle back to is I think the reason you Tova and myself, of course, are attracted to people who set boundaries is that it creates that feeling of safety, right? Like if you're in a relationship with another person who is good at setting boundaries, it makes you feel more secure and safe. And that um, obviously is a very attractive feeling, right? Like you, we all want that in our relationships.
0: I, what I, one thing I love about being in relationships with people who set boundaries is if I ask for something, like usually it's time, (laughs) you know, hey, can you come over or, or hey, can you help me out with, I'm going to have a major surgery. Can you come and help me? If I know they set good boundaries, I feel comfortable asking for that. Yeah. And know that if they can't, they'll say no. Right. Like, or if they don't want to, or, and not even, I don't mean can't as in like, they couldn't possibly rearrange their schedule. But if they're like, life is overwhelming right now, I, you know, all this stuff, I really can't do it right now. I'm like, cool. Like, that's fine. And I yeah. feel good knowing, like, I know that sounds weird, but when we get into like this intimacy, which I can't really say. Yeah, that's hard. The things about setting boundaries is you have to be vulnerable to be able to do them well. And so- I know that if I ask a friend who sets good boundaries for something, I can feel comfortable even asking for a lot, which I've had to do a lot over the last five years. And if they can't do it, they will say no. And that's okay with me. Right. Because you're secure in the
1: knowledge that that no has nothing to do with you as a person and your relationship. Right. And that the yes, if it comes is because they really want to and are able to do the thing that you're asking for and they're happy to do it. Right. Like that's a, that's a level of security that we don't often get in our relationships where the boundaries are not well-defined. And let's, I mean, I want to keep us moving, but like, let's talk about how boundaries can become like overdefined and underdefined and like there's a there's a little bit of a goldilocks effect right
0: like yeah well because and and you and i have talked about this because we have been on the extreme ends of these boundaries where we have i have weak porous boundaries right when and these develop when you have a hard time saying no right um where you take all more responsibility in a relationship than you should or you tend to overshare, or you and, and it leads you to resent other people. I mean, it can lead to a whole bad and, inclu- and burnout. It leads to burnout. Absolutely. It, you know, and listen, we've talked about how society has led us to burnout, but that's for another conversation. Yeah, um, but society often doesn't um recognize or encourage good boundaries. Well, that's there's that, 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 it's not a meme, but like that real or short or whatever where it's like you know, a a mom usually sitting in the car and it's like, you know, stop doing all the things. And then the mom's like, who's going to effing do them? Right. And, and so, you know, society has said, no, this is your job. Then this is your job. And this is your job. And this is your job. And you have to say no, a lot more than we probably should have to say no to keep our sanity. And I mean, sanity in the official sense of the term right absolutely um but then there's rigid boundaries right i don't know if you want to describe these a little bit well, yeah first. so
1: there can be you can um you can have both let's be very yeah. clear you can go mm-hmm. in both directions at any given time um but when we're talking about rigid boundaries we're talking more about like did you build a castle wall around yourself right do you have a moat are there alligators in the moat like we obviously think in pictures. So we talk in pictures a lot, (laughs) but like, this is a way to think about what are your boundaries actually keeping everyone out and not allowing you to have solid, healthy relationships. Right. And I've definitely been there and, and it's, it's, I don't think it's any more comfortable than having these like
0: porous, everybody walks all over you boundaries. Yeah. And I think, you know, a good question is, is this boundary actually keeping me safe? because Oftentimes rigid ones aren't keeping you safe. You think they are, but if you really think about it and you think about like, this isn't allowing me to have a close friendship with somebody, this isn't allowing me to trust people. Um, And by the way, both rigid and weak boundaries, overly rigid and weak boundaries can be trauma responses to a, maybe growing up in a household that wasn't secure, not always, but they can be where you're like... I don't, the only way I'm going to protect myself is if I am very rigid or the only way I can protect myself is if I'm very flexible. Right. Um, So let's take a quick break. And then I want to come back and talk about the different types. So these are a different type of different types of boundaries. And there's a lot of different ways. And I don't know that we always think of them this way. So uh, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Hey there, pod family. Have you ever wished you could stay in the loop with a little slice of transformation and inspiration delivered straight to your inbox? Well, you're in luck because now you can. Introducing our fantastic newsletter, your VIP pass to all things exciting and informative. Join our community of growth-minded souls. Get the hottest topics delivered right to your inbox. It's quick, easy, and totally free. Just head over to our website at go and sign up for our newsletter today. Don't miss out on the next big thing. Stay connected with us. Subscribe now and get ready for some big bold love. Okay. Welcome back. So we are going to talk about a different type of boundaries, right? So there's hard and soft. There's rigid and porous. Um, but there's, Other types, right? So there are physical boundaries. And these could be with regard to your privacy. It could be something like at your workspace at work. Like this is my private area. You don't come into this area. It could be, you know, if you have a roommate, like who's allowed to come in to your space, you know, with my kids, they all share a room. So it's very hard, but like, they're not allowed on each other's beds without permission. And it's a big violation. If they go on somebody's bed without permission, they each have their own little lock box. Um, now I get the number for the lock box, but, um, they each have their own little lock box so that they can get in and keep their secret private things in there. And usually those are like stickers at this age, but you know, <laughs> yeah. um, And so, you know, a physical boundary as a mom could be like the bathroom door shut, which should be automatic, but never is. No. Um, It can also be um, like, I don't know, a personal space body, how you feel about someone touching you, not in a sexual way, but you find people who are just like not huggers or don't like to be touched or, you know, a variety of things like that.
1: Yeah. So I can speak to that because I fall in that category of people who, um, I don't like strangers touching me and I, um, only like people touching me when I, when I want them to, my husband says I'm like a cat, um, which is not inaccurate, but
0: interesting. and I'm more like a dog.
1: Yeah. Well, and he's more like a dog. It's fun. Um, but the reason for that for me, just to be clear for everyone else, is that I struggle with energy boundaries. And this is yep. we're not gonna get too deep into the energy boundaries today, but like when people touch me, I feel like their energy gets on me. And um, that can be super uncomfortable if they're like anxious or depressed or angry or sad or whatever. It's very hard for me not to absorb that feeling into my body and then figure out like what's mine and what's theirs. So I developed over my entire lifetime, a habit of not really touching strangers or like people that I'm not prepared to deal with their energy. Um, and so I think a lot of people experience that without realizing that's what they're experiencing.
0: I think it's huge. And I think that that is something that I have experienced before, but never had that language until working with you of, of being able to be like, Oh, they have good energy. And like, and I think it can it can be a matter and I think you can feel it off a stranger, you can feel it off at somebody like if you like to, you know, I don't know, you like the owner at a coffee shop, even though you don't know them. That just it feels good to be there. They have good energy. You feel yeah. we were just talking the other day about Beyonce and we're like, she has good energy. Yeah, like, absolutely. And we don't mean it in that she's like hyper or something. We no. Mean no. it that it it's this where you're like, okay, we don't we don't know her personally, but we feel like she has this. It's got good vibes. Good like vibes. it's a good
1: yeah. aura. I mean, you, if you go down the the rabbit hole of woo, it's like a really strong positive aura, right? Well, that and she I, puts out in the world.
0: I kind of love that our generation of kids, like our middle school generation, um talks about vibes. Yeah. Like it's a I and, and they actually I really do think it they mean it in this way. Like, yeah, I like agree. this place is vibing, you're like, oh, it means it has good energy. And I love that they're paying attention to that. Um, the little weirdos that they are with all their new words. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So a couple more types of boundaries, sexual, obviously. So these are your preferences, expectations, and concerns around intimacy. These are, this is what falls under sexual boundaries. Um, and this is very important to know where your boundaries are, um, or to be with somebody you trust to say, Hey, this is the boundary I set before. I don't know if I still need it to be there. I don't know. Like let's explore, but that's right. Still setting a boundary. Um, and um I think we've talked about you know or we haven't talked about but the world talks about when those are violated um mm-hmm. emotional boundaries this very similar to the energy setting um protecting your emotional well-being is when you're setting emotional boundaries this screams like family to me <laughs> and friendships but um they include not just how you sh- who you share your personal feelings with but how other people's feelings affect you. And that's a boundary yeah. that you set within yourself. Like, am I going to let aunt Judy's comments get to me? Um, right. you know, disclaimer, I don't think either of us have an aunt Judy. No. Um, <laughs> you know, am I going to let that into, to me? And also am I willing to share things that will open myself up to ridicule from aunt Judy? No, I am not, you know, and that's a boundary. All those, by the way, are boundaries that you set that, that theoretically aunt Judy doesn't know that you're setting. Right. So the other person doesn't need to participate. Right.
1: Yeah. It's, and in fact, often doesn't participate in the boundary setting. It's you setting, <clears throat> excuse me, it's you setting the boundary for yourself.
0: Yes. Um. And they can also to refer to not just emotions, but beliefs, ideas, values. Uh, this is something that we have been talking about a lot in our women's circle over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, as we haven't actually used the word boundaries, but this is a hundred percent what we've been talking about. As we've been talking about you know if we have a different reaction to something on um social media or you know that what's happening on the conversation in social media or as we prepare for the upcoming um or uh, current presidential election and um or the conflict um in israel and you know gaza like like how where do we where do we draw our lines right and those are personal boundaries and like the people that i unfollow on social media don't know that i'm doing that the yeah. family members who i make an appointment point not to have certain conversations with they don't know that we're doing that um but we are individually we are making those decisions yeah um uh just as an aside we're going to get to the how to's quickly but um it can be incredibly helpful if there's somebody in your life who knows your boundaries about some of these things. Just, I know we're going to get to that, but like, it can be so empowering when you're walking into a family event and you verbalized within maybe your car as you're driving up the boundaries that you're all setting together. Yeah. Um. So it is a very individual thing, but it's something you can share with others. I'll just set that. Yeah. You um, can get like a support around getting yeah. support around setting
1: challenging boundaries, especially with family Yes. Everyone that's hard for everyone. But yep. getting support around that is one of as you said, Tova, we'll get to the how-to in a yeah, minute. But, but like that's just, like such an essential part of it, I think.
0: Yep. Um, there's material boundaries and these also are financial boundaries. So like you can be a generous, generous person and still say no. Yeah um and figuring out where your line is and you know we are in some financial money groups together online and and there's always a conversation of like do you lend money to your family do you lend money to your friends and and often it is like I do but I don't expect to get it back right like, I want to get it back but I don't expect to get it back um or I do expect to get it back and then it takes longer than I think it should, like or whatever people have different boundaries mm-hmm. um or I have a payment plan that I we put into place like people have different lines then other people are like i never lend money to find or family um and so there's not a right or wrong answer to how and where you draw your line um and we're going to get to the the hows very soon but like one of the big important parts is knowing where you draw your line yeah That's like step number one
1: and accepting that it's okay for you to draw that line right yes. like i um I know myself well enough to know that I don't loan money to friends because when I do, then I get like micromanaging about how they use their money, and that's yeah. not cool. Like that's not <laughs> it's not okay for me to do that. Um, but I can't help myself. Like I have struggle to not do that, so I just don't lend money. Like I'll I'll do other things that where I don't feel so micromanaging and like I have to be uptight about things but you know like you just have to know yourself well enough and accept these parts of yourself like I'm not going to feel ashamed about that I'm not
0: going to judge myself for that by the way I did not know that about you and I am so relieved and had I I have like I have borrowed money from friends over the last few years and it's been like a hey I need to get over this next week before my next paycheck can I borrow I'll pay you back at this date but I've never asked you but it's wonderful knowing that if I would have ever asked you you would say no. Yeah. That's great. Like it is so nice. And you would say, no, that has no reason to do with me. Right. And It's actually need... entirely about me. Right. And I don't need to know your reason, but it's great to know that. And, yeah. and I think that is the lovely thing about being around people who have boundaries. And it's why we encourage people to make boundaries because it gives other people relief. Right. Um. So the last big boundary, and this is – these are in all the articles, these five, I believe, boundaries. Um, time, yeah. right? Allowing other people to have access to your time, figuring out where you want your time to go. I don't like all those memes that are like, it's not that you don't have enough time. It's that you have different priorities. No, Karen. A lot of us <laughs> don't have enough time. Don't actually have the time. Yeah, we have yeah. kids. Okay, my kids feeding them are is a priority. You got me. But like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, it drives me crazy. It's like, well, you could get that done at 11 o'clock at night if you weren't watching TV. And that's right. Like, but then the next day they're going to be like, you should really get
1: better sleep.
0: Yeah. And also like, okay. you should give yourself a treat. And I'm like, yeah, my treat was watching Netflix, Karen. Sorry, Karen's. <laughs> I love Karen's, you know, <laughs> been I, I have friends who are Karen's. Um, so I have a funny story about Karen's another time. We don't have time today. Um, But this is where you want to say, do I say no, or, and this is where we have talked. Like, if it's not a hell yes, it's yeah. a no. Yeah. Right. And the other thing, and I appreciate when people do this, just because, and and I'm trying to teach my kids these things. Just because somebody is theoretically at home doing quote nothing doesn't mean they're available to spend time with you, right. Like, right. Yeah, that's
1: it, a hard one for people to accept, like that somebody might actually just want
0: to be on their own doing something quietly. <laughs> right. And it's something that I have to actively remind myself to do on weekends that, like, I don't have the kids. Of finding that balance of like, I want to see people. I might be like there, and it, sometimes it happens that I might be overbooked because people then no one cancels, but I also don't want to be totally by myself. Right. So I have to book stuff, and then. P- everybody cancel, you know, it's like a whole weird thing, but um, it is okay to say no to sharing your time with other people, yeah. Um, it is your time, it is theoretically the most um important resource we have and the most finite resource we have. Like, we yeah. can't make more time.
1: No, that's that's a really good point. Um, let's <laughs> talk a little bit about why. I mean, we've talked at length about why boundaries, yeah. Um, But let's just note that you know if you're not setting healthy boundaries in your life, you're gonna wind up burnt out. You're gonna wind up. um, What did you say before? Uh, Resentful. That's the word I wanted. And you know what you put here is like your relationships can become toxic and unsatisfying, and your well being can suffer. Right? That doesn't sound fun. Let's not get there.
0: (laughs) And and if you read some of those articles about like what leads people to divorce and what's hardest to come back from, resentment is like a huge one. It's so heavy.
1: Resentment is a real heavy feeling to carry around much like anger. um, It it really weighs down your energy. It makes it harder to do anything else because you're sitting there thinking about how resentful you are or how angry you are or both. Um, And those things are very heavy to carry. And, you know, you said this before, but boundaries really come into play at work. I think it's important. You know, it can be Harder to set them at work if you have a culture, a work culture that doesn't appreciate boundaries. Mm. Um, but you can still do it. You can still find a way to do it. And I like this this list you have here of what healthy boundaries can do. And they can yes. um, encourage your autonomy and reduce your codependent habits. I mean, that sounds like a big mouthful. But basically, it means you can do things on your own for yourself. Um, it can also set expectations for your interactions with other people, give you a sense of empowerment and self-respect ensure your physical and emotional comfort. And then I think this might be the, one of the most important parts is that, you know, it separates your wants, needs, thoughts, and feelings from those of other people. This can be, if you're an empathetic person, which I hope you are, but also if you're somebody like myself, where you're an actual empath and other people's feelings and stuff sticks to you, um, boundaries are essential to help you deal with that and figure out how to separate out what's yours and what belongs to somebody else and is not your responsibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, if you are easily uh, codependent, I don't know, um, learning that like you don't have to take on other people's stuff mm-hmm. is so big and it is so easy to take it on. And um, we're going to talk about uh, after our next how to set boundaries and one of the ways is verbalizing and and I know what they mean is I or I think what they mean is like telling somebody else what your boundary is yeah and sometimes that happens but for me a lot of it is verbalizing I know this person is sharing this with me and I don't have to fix it for them and whether it's me writing it in my journal or saying to Riley like oh I'm I'm not gonna fix it I know I could fix it I think I could fix it because I love to fix things for other people, but I'm not going to, because they don't need me to fix it. And that is me setting a boundary with myself that this other person had no idea I was doing. Um, But I verbalized it because um, I needed to say it out loud to give myself, you know, the support. Yeah. Um, So the other things, and these are just, these are the wise, I think we know them, but we've talked about how they can give you security Um, setting boundaries can increase your self-compassion and boost your self-esteem because you are taking care of yourself. Um, they can help avoid anxiety when we don't have our emotional boundaries in place or when they're not being respected. It can feel like we're being bullied. It can leave us anxious. It can leave us overwhelmed. Those aren't emotional boundaries. Those can be material boundaries and time boundaries. Um, and then it can lead to healthy relationships, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, I think that you know our kids watch us and they pick up whether you know are we going to be resentful if we say yes to something that we don't want to say yes to um even to them you know yeah. i think kids appreciate i mean they they don't act like it but they appreciate when you're like i can't do that right now right um because they know that when you do do something you're going to be in it and you're going to be excited yeah so absolutely um we should take a break yeah So let's take a quick break. And when we
1: come back, we're going to go through this amazing list of how to set your boundaries. So we'll be right back, everyone. Well, hey there, Dream Chaser. Are you ready to make the next 12 months of your life unforgettable? Introducing the Year of You, a groundbreaking new goal system group that's about to redefine the way we approach personal growth. Join us with a community of like-minded individuals committed to unlocking their full potential. With expert guidance, personalized strategies, kind-hearted accountability, and a supportive network, the Year of You is more than just a goal-setting group. It's a whole movement. Don't just dream about it. Achieve it. Click in the link in our show notes, or go ahead and visit us at goboldlyinitiative.com backslash year of you to learn more today. Let's embark on a transformative journey together towards becoming the best versions we can be. The year of you, where your goals become reality. Okay. Welcome back to the show. So before the break, we uh, promised you we would get to how to set boundaries and we are here. Woo. Um, And Tova, you have this whole list of like, the things you can do to set boundaries, and uh, which I love, because that's the purpose of this show. Um, (laughs) But the first one that you have here is think through what you need or want to accomplish by setting the boundary. You know, so the why of it all, like, why do you, why do you want to set this boundary? What is it going to do for you? Um, and that can be really hard to be honest, sometimes to know. I mean, it's there are some times where it's super obvious, right? Like I'm setting this boundary about money because um, I don't have enough money to lend to anyone today. And so I'm not going to lend money, right? Like that could be you, if that was your boundary that you were setting, that would be very obvious, but it could be much harder. It could be, I'm not going to lend money this took me a long time to understand. I'm not going to lend money because I know that that creates a lot of anxiety and stress in me and creates uncomfortable relationships. Right. So that, but I didn't know that right away. Like I had to figure right. that out. Um, yeah. so to, to, you know, to figure out like the why behind the boundary you need to set is sort of the first step.
0: And I think that, um, it's the first step. It, it ties in with some of the, The other things like determine, and this might even be before, because it's going to help you figure out what boundaries to set, but determining what your priorities are in your work, in your life, and your priority may be like, I don't want to be anxious about how other people spend their money. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or letting personal values be your guide, right? Like, So figuring out first, what are your personal values? So shout out to our defining you mission statement course, or our recommendation to pick a word of the year or a phrase of the year and figuring out, you know, how we are going to shape what our priorities are, um, how we know what our personal values are, but maybe we haven't thought about them in a long time. And so doing some, digging to figure out what they are and then usually that's going to lead you to your whys when it comes to setting boundaries and and that can be it can happen in reverse right you can be like i feel uncomfortable when this happens i feel uncomfortable in the situation and i don't know why so then you back it up and you think well what is happening in this situation and how does how is that not in alignment with how i want to live my life and then you're like oh okay because this is happening. And now I know why I need to set these boundaries, right? Um, so that's kind of the, the behind the work. And if you are following along, how to set boundaries, how to set habits, how to set goals, there was another one right before that, that I don't remember. But all of these have that same, like, you need to do the work first to figure out what are your personal values? And yeah. what are your priorities? I mean, it makes it so much easier when you have
1: That sort of understanding when you've done that work and you're like, okay, my values and my priorities are, you know, X, Y, and Z. And now I can look at the world in a very different way and understand that if these are my priorities and values, and if this is my core mission in my life, this is my purpose, then how is what I'm doing aligning? With that purpose or not aligning? And is it right. getting in the way of other things that I could be doing that do
0: align with my purpose? Right. Like that's also something that comes into play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think, you know, the next sort of stage, and this is if, you know, if you haven't given a lot of thought to any boundary setting in your life, and you probably are setting some that you don't know that you're setting. Yeah. But it, I mean, I, I assume you are, you're just laying down at night exhausted with no money and sad um so hopefully that's not happening and that means you're naturally setting boundaries um and i think some of the best boundary setters do it without thinking about it because they had healthy boundaries set with them growing up yeah you're like oh that's cool (laughs) that's nice um so you want to evaluate your relationships you know you want to recognize that different relationships require different boundaries and so figuring out oh, when Jane from the office says this, it makes me feel uncomfortable. But when my neighbor says this, it doesn't. And right. I think that means I'm closer with my neighbor and she's sort of in the inner, she's in my yard. I let her in my yard. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. Yes. Yes. Um, And sometimes I think, you know, there's this whole phenomenon of work colleagues knowing a lot of your personal stuff because they're never going to cross over. Yeah. And then you kind of have to figure out if you do have friends who make that leap from colleagues to personal where you're like, oh, now you know all this stuff about all the people in this room. <laughs> what am I going to do now?
1: Right. Um, I mean, but it also is so relationship dependent, like yes. whether it's at the workplace, outside of the workplace, in your own family, um, for parents of your kids, friends, like what whoever it is, Yeah, it's going to vary by person. Now, not for your rigid boundaries, really, because those are things that you just they are what they are. Um, but for everything else, it's going to vary depending on who you're reacting with or who you're relating to and who you're interacting with. Um, and that is a hundred percent. Okay. Like you don't have to be exactly the same with every it's not black and white. You don't have to be exactly the same with every single person. And I know that most people know that, but knowing it and and accepting it and saying it out loud and hearing it and letting it like sink into your mind body spirit is a totally different yeah. experience.
0: Yeah. Um I think that um if you do see boundaries black and white, you know, that goes back to those rigid things yeah. and this is where it is helpful to, uh, we haven't said this in a while, but to work with a therapist. Like if I was just find, thinking that. <laughs> if you find your boundaries to be too rigid or too mm-hmm. weak, too porous. I like the idea of rigid and porous because it gives me a visual. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking like brick walls, concrete walls, and then I'm thinking a uh, sponge. The, yeah, a sponge or like the thing that you put the pasta in to like. Oh, a colander. The, there we go. The col- A strainer, colander. Stranger. Yeah, exactly. I think. You know, if that's how you're picturing it, or if you think about it, you're just like, oh, wow, I haven't let people in. Like, yeah, I I have these great boundaries. Nobody hurts me. But guess what? Are you making, you know, right. really wonderful connections with people? Right. Um. So these are never bad times to uh work with a therapist or reach out to us to chat. And we promise that if we, as big people who love therapy, um, or therapy, who love whatever, you know what I mean? Um, people who love therapy, if we think that this is something beyond what we just want to talk through and you need to go to a therapist, we will tell you that. A hundred percent. We'll probably (laughs) tell you that whether or not it's something that we have experience and skill in. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, we, we both love the combo of a coach and a therapist because you can be dealing with two things or, I mean, oftentimes I will be dealing with the same thing, but from different angles and it's just like a great tag team. Right. Um, so I like this idea of carving out time for yourself. I think that as a, how to like saying, this is my time, whether it is your coffee time in the morning, Riley, or Mm -hmm. an hour or two alone on the weekends, or my non-negotiable reading time or walking time. I think it is a, a great way to practice setting boundaries and be a great way to actually set boundaries and benefit from them. (laughs) Right. Um, The other one, and this is, you know, whether it's speak up or verbalize, when you start setting boundaries, um, you may need to verbalize what is going on. Um, and you might need to say, Hey, this isn't going to work for me anymore. Because if you have been in a relationship without boundaries for a very long time, um, they might not notice you trying to set this boundary they might assume that you're not trying to set a boundary because you've never done it before and it it may not be intentional it may not be mean um it may just be a lack of awareness yeah and let's be
1: honest like most people aren't going to be like oh that person is setting a boundary right they're going to be like why do they hate me they're not doing what i want them to do every single day right like yeah. it, that's how people are going are often going to react people yeah. are reactive and so then the conversation needs to happen of like, this isn't about you. This is about me. And this is for me. And this is why I'm doing these things. That is an extraordinarily uncomfortable conversation to have with most people. Um, but it's a worthwhile discomfort. It's like a, it's a good discomfort of like, okay, I'm doing this thing. And personally, I would start with a person you um, will be the least uncomfortable with, right yeah. in having those conversations whoever that is if it's your mom if it's your best friend your spouse whatever um and just have that initial conversation of look i realized these this is what's going on and i really need to be better about um guarding my time because i'm totally overwhelmed and underwater yeah right and you don't really have to justify it but it's helpful to explain it to people and
0: yeah i think sometimes doing it to the people that you wouldn't even need to verbalize it to. Yeah. Who are just picking it up and who are like, probably, you know, and I, I've talked about this before. Um, I highly recommend reading the year of yes. I read it every year. I actually do to read it again soon. Um, and she uh, Shonda Rhimes, rhymes who no one would describe as a doormat. Um, but was very good at just saying yes, even yeah. when she didn't want to. And when she started setting boundaries, Her good friends cheered her on and her friends who liked her because she didn't set good boundaries pushed back. Right. And she realized that they were not good friends because guess what? Yeah. Good friends are excited for you to figure out what you need to be happy and healthy and safe.
1: Yeah, it's a um, it's a pretty handy culling tool.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> certainly is. As <laughs> and, awful as that sounds. Which goes right next to the next thing. Pay attention to relationship changes and walk away if needed. Yeah. When you are establishing healthy boundaries, so we're not talking about the brick walls. We're talking about healthy boundaries. And the people who are used to you being the doormat get irritated or upset. You know why they liked you right well tova always says yes tova always can help tova you know like and then suddenly you're and it it can be because i've had this experience where i got caught up with somebody into gossiping yeah and it was not you know i think sometimes like in a family like gossiping is often just sharing necessary information to support people in your family yeah like it's not gossiping yeah um But, and that's how it felt like it started with this friend and then it felt bad. Right. And it just, and I set a boundary and we are not good friends anymore. I don't know that we are ever good friends, but we are not because I'm not a person to gossip with. Yeah. And I'm also not a person to engage and take on all of her emotional stress (laughs) because I've set some, I set some personal boundaries and I had to verbalize those to other people, by the way, and be like, this is what I'm doing. I didn't verbalize them to her. Um, But. Uh, I need to verbalize these things to other people. So the point is, it does help you figure out that this might not. And and by the way, that works with, can't really, not with bosses, but in a way, bosses. um, And it works with jobs. I mean, it helps you figure out a lot. when It helps you understand your,
1: your, it's going to help you understand your relationships, right? And where I don't want to I don't want to put people on it, like a tier system or like anything like that, but it it helps you understand where you're at with people and where they are and what's important to them and, and how that relates to what's important to you. Yeah. Um, And it may not, I, 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 we talk about it, like it's so clear and obvious. It's not like, it may take some work and it might take some like intentional contemplation of other people's reactions to you, of what's important to you, all of these things. Like it takes, some some underlying work to get through this process.
0: Well, and that, I mean, not to jump ahead to the homework, but as we're talking about the how-to, it's our homework, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about looking around and figuring out what are some boundaries we need to set, right? And so a good way, there's, you know, why don't we start with a test a hard boundary, test yep. out one hard boundary. And like you said, this could be a I never drive backwards on the highway. This could be an easy one to test out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and and maybe you've just never thought about it as a boundary, right? So this is where we're going to say, take take us some time and think about the priorities in your life. Think about what you value, and think about maybe you are already setting a hard boundary. Figure out what it is, and give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, and you're you're doing it already. if you're a parent, you're
1: setting hard boundaries. like they're there, right? You just yeah. may not realize their boundaries. that there's things that you're like, we're not doing this. like this is not happening. I'm not, you know, or there's things that you're like, I know parents who never swear in front of their kids, like ever. And that is their hard boundary. I am not that parent, despite my best efforts. (laughs) But like there are people where that's their hard boundary. And that's that's great. But like if that's you, like you just said, Tova, acknowledge that that's what you're doing and you've set that boundary for yourself.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you figure out like these are my non-negotiables. If you feel like there are things that you want to be non-negotiable within your life and you're not doing them then that's when it's time to test out one, right? Test out one hard boundary that you do want to set. And it's going to be hard. Like, let's yeah. just be honest. It is, it is going to be hard. You're going to stumble. Somebody pushing back at the beginning does not mean they are a bad friend. It no. does not mean that they're a bad person um, about spouse. Like it just, it can be hard, especially when you haven't set them from the beginning. So one of the big tips is, right? Like setting boundaries at the beginning of your relationships. Um, But if you're new to boundaries, you can't do that because you have friends already. So think about what's important to you. Set that hard boundary. Then the other one, the next one is like practice setting a few soft boundaries. And um, these can be boundaries. Uh, I mean, I say boundaries with yourself. All boundaries are boundaries with yourself. But this could be something like a nighttime routine. like. Um, And I think sometimes soft boundaries can turn into hard boundaries. And honestly, hard boundaries can turn into soft boundaries. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we need hard boundaries to like reset
1: ourselves or to get ourselves to a place where we're more comfortable and willing to um, expand those into something else.
0: Well, like right now, the boys and I are struggling, they have been really unkind with each other. Mm-hmm. And they're using certain words that I, that's a non-negotiable that they don't, they cannot use those words in my house. And I let them swear, but there are certain words yeah. that they just cannot use. And so we have two things going. It's a stick and a carrot situation. There was no actual stick involved, just so we're clear. My kids do like carrots. So maybe there will be carrots, but like, we are keeping a tally kind of like nobody was injured for 19 days, right? Right. We are keeping a tally on our fridge for how many days in a row have we spoken kindly to each other? We're just going to see how many we can get. We're going to get rewards, whatever. But I have already warned them that there will be severe consequences and maybe disproportionate consequences, they feel like, until we stop using these words. And we've identified the three words. One has never been used, but it's been threatened. And then there have been two words. Um, And those will be, you know, loss of devices for them. It's going to be like bigger than I would normally do. Yep. Because we need to have a hard boundary until we get better.
1: Yeah. I think this is such a good example, right? It's, and I, and we need to wrap up, but like, I just want to highlight this, that you can set a very hard boundary, like in parenting or in a relationship or, you know, with a family member until you are comfortable enough. And the other person has learned enough that you can then move it to a softer boundary.
0: And until you've learned about that person and that you can trust them. Yeah. And then, yes. so then we do need to wrap it up. So let's test out a few soft boundaries. Let's figure out what those are. Riley and I will think of some for ourselves and share them this week. What we're going to be working on. You've heard my hard boundary right now. Um, I will take all of your support. Um, and then the last one is, you know, commit right. Commit to how um, to, to to doing these. Whether you commit for a week, I would say boundaries. It needs to be two weeks, three weeks. So that you actually get some exposure to different people, but commit and then see what, what are the positive things that are happening? What are the negative things that are happening? Like what boundaries are serving you and helping you feel safer, valued, and respected and what boundaries are actually not important to you? Because yeah. guess what? Don't waste energy on making boundaries that you don't need to make. Um, so anyway, that is our homework. We could talk endlessly about this. We do. We love it. We'll be scheduling a workshop sometime this year. Yes. We don't remember when, but we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll share uh, the workshop information when we um,
1: when we share this episode on social media. Yep. And um, as Tova said, try out some boundaries over the next few weeks. Let us know how it goes. Reach out to us on social media at Go Boldly Together. Feel free to DM us, feel free to tag us. Whatever works for you works for us. Um, And that is pretty much it for this week. I'm sure we'll talk about boundaries again. Uh, But next week, we'll be back with another how-to in living your limitless life. So uh, stick with us, everyone. We'll talk
0: to you all very soon. Thanks so much for listening to We Go Boldly podcast. We know you're busy and we love spending time with you. If you enjoyed this week's episode, let us know. Head to Apple
1: Podcasts right now to rate and review our show. While you're there, be sure to click that subscribe button.
0: Want more us time? Follow us on all the socials at Go Boldly Together. Want even more us time? As in all the
1: coaching pizzazz,
0: find us at GoBoldlyInitiative.com for all the info. We will be back with more excitement, research, and deep thoughts next week. Until then, keep on being the bold, brave, amazing people
1: we know you already are.